This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time for the hard-hitting analysis you won't find anywhere else. Here's former Super Bowl winning scout Brian Broaddus and Bobby Belt. Ten, five, victory! Cowboys win! This is Love of the Star. Star. Welcome to the Love the Star podcast. I'm Bobby Bell, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105 People Fan in Dallas. Joined as always by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broaddus. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation 2 to 7 p.m. Central Monday through Friday on 105 Through the Fan in Dallas. He is also the pre and post game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. Brian, Merry Christmas. You'll be spending Christmas Eve at the studio, uh, taking in this Cowboys-Dolphins game. And uh, we've got a little bit of an understanding now of who's going to be available, who is not available. The injury report has come out, which we promised everybody, hey, we'll we'll follow up when we've got a better idea of these injuries. Um, and right now, looking pretty unlikely on Tyron Smith, like we said, probably a little more optimistic on Zach Martin than when we left things the other day, but still probably a little 50-50. Yeah, it's uh, the the one with Tyron Smith, uh, it, as he's listed on the injury report, is doubtful. So with that designation, I would say there was even some thought about today being Saturday as we tape this, um, that they might not even take him on the trip. You mm-hmm. know, I was kind of asking questions like, well, could you yeah, carry you his back tightening up on a plane for a yeah, few hours? Um, yeah, I just, you know, it's I asked, I go, well, hey, is this going to, you know, this thing, could it carry to Sunday? And. And, you know, my, my sources over there were like, yeah, it, it could. We're going to need every minute that we can. And then the next breath was, but if it's not good on Saturday, there might not be a reason even to take him on the trip. So I'm prepared to, with Adoga, to play left tackle. The great thing about Adoga, and we've seen him play before, uh, he's played at a high level. He hasn't let you down when he has played. I mean, there's – a couple of times that, you know, offensive linemen are going to give up plays. But for the most part, he's been pretty good. And I think you have to be encouraged that during the week, he gets all the reps. You know, yeah. He and Awesome Richards, when they practice with the way that they practice, especially the last seven weeks where they've had the five starters all together, you know, Tyron Smith doesn't practice. Yeah, Adoga practices every Wednesday, every Thursday, pretty much. Adoga gets every rep. Him, Awesome Richards, those guys kind of 
you know, they, they shuttle each other in and out and, and they, they get to work. And if you're a Cowboys fan, you have to be encouraged by that. That, that, that is a, that is a level of readiness that, uh, you know, that Mike McCarthy and this staff didn't have when they played at Arizona, when they were just completely decimated with their offensive line, you know, they came up with the work plan after uh, that, 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 that bye week, they said, Hey, this is how we're going to have to play things. And so for seven weeks, Adoga, awesome Richards, uh, TJ Bass, these guys all get work. And so it's, we've seen the work pay off when these guys have been asked to play, especially TJ Bass. You know, Bass, he had the, Bass was solid last man, week. He, I mean, he, was, yeah. he wasn't a big problem. No, and it's not. And, you know, this this is another one of these matchups that, you know, is is you know, when you talk about Chubb and Wilkins and you know, it's 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 terrifying. It really, really is. You know, but the Dolphins are dealing with the same issues on their side of the offensive line, too. So yeah, I just feel like though that uh it's it, it, it could be a really it could be a really, really bad situation. But I believe it's softened a little bit by the amount of work that those backup guys get now after what they endured in Arizona. Yeah, and one of the things we see here with Adoga, Adoga's done a good job filling in for the most part. Is is he somebody you want starting seventeen games for you? No, no. he he's not somebody I want out there to tackle for seventeen games. Spot starter relative to what the rest of the league has as depth, he's he's okay. One of the things that I've noticed with him and. You know, maybe the practice reps help cover some of this up, but he does seem to take a little bit to get into a rhythm. Like it yeah. feels like the it feels like the first quarter is always his worst quarter when he steps yeah. in there. That he takes a little time to find his footing, figure things out. But I, I'll give him credit for he's he's a gamer and he you know he he fights and he battles and then he finds a rhythm. And by the fourth quarter, you feel like okay, this hasn't become as much of a problem as you thought it was. Early in the Arizona game, there were some problems. Um, I believe Tyron missed the New England game. Uh, or, or whichever one that was that Doga started there again, had some problems early, settled down. So he's somebody who I, I think gets into these games, takes a little bit to find his footing, but to his credit, adjusts within the game and seems to play better as the game wears on. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, he's a veteran player. And and let's be honest, Bobby, we were out there in Oxnard and uh, it, it wasn't pretty. And it, it you know, and they, they were, there were snaps where it was, Man, why would you play this guy at tackle? You know, gotta yeah. play him at guard, and you know he looks better at guard. And you know, but we this whole year we've been. I feel like that everything that we've said, hey, they need to do that. They've said, no, no, no. We have a little bit better plan here, and we have a little bit better idea, and you know, it, it's worked out for them. I am. Am I? Am I concerned? Yeah, absolutely. Am I terrified? No. I if this was a doga, no reps. Just a week of practice, a lot of rust, you know, you know, week 16. No, nah, I, I would be this. This is not going to be good for the Cowboys. But the fact that he practices, the fact that he's played some games, the fact that he's been productive, what you say about him getting into a rhythm, I fully expect that to happen. I just hope that early in that game, as he's finding his rhythm, it's not something that, you know, that, that Dak Prescott is aware that he needs to kind of move that ball out as quickly as he can. And and hopefully when they run the ball, he can secure the backside if that's the case. Or if they come his way, that he can work a combo block and they can run the ball to his side, front side. So we'll see how that plays. If Zach Martin is unable to go in this game, which like I said, I think it, it, if I, I was going to play, I was, I was going to say, if I'm going to put odds on it, I'd say yeah. 
60 40 he plays yeah. uh that that's been trending a better direction i think and he's working his ass off to got better ready. every day from what i heard yeah yeah and so I, i'm gonna lean towards right now he's played i don't think it's a guarantee by any means i don't think it's like well go ahead uh mark it down he'll be out there but i do think that i would lean towards yeah he's gonna be out there he's gonna play but if he were to miss this one brian which spot is more affected by zach martin's absence Right Left guard tackle. or right tackle? No, right oh, tackle. Oh, I see what you're doing. Who's more affected? Does, does when Bass steps in for his? I, I don't feel like Bass was bad. I felt like right guard was pretty stable. What I'm concerned with is when Zach Martin's out. How does that affect Terrence Steele? How does that affect what you're doing at right tackle? That's a really good question. I think it's going to affect the right guard. Myself, I, 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 I think Terrence Steele. He had that rough game in Philadelphia with Week Nine, and I feel like there's. He's played at a much higher level since then. Yeah, he, yeah. he's tapped back into uh, the biggest thing with Steele right now is just finding consistency again. Right, he's just oh, he's no, not but, he's not been so. That's, he's, that's all but, offensive but, linemen. But we've that, seen it, we've seen the flashes of okay, that's the guy we saw before the injury. Here he right. is, he's back, he's played good. So I think it's just a matter of he's still trying to find a little bit of a rhythm. Hopefully, yeah. that's something that kicks in by the time the playoffs roll around and that you're in the yeah. postseason and you feel like okay, Terrence Steele is back to finding his consistency. I felt like that they had a really good game plan running the ball last week against Buffalo. I, I really, you know, with the way that they were, you know, and 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 he was a part of that. And, you know, it just it was a shame that they never could get the game back into balance to where Dallas. I'd love to have seen Dallas get into a toe to toe game where you know it kind of went back and forth, and now it turned into okay, which team can run the ball? Obviously, Buffalo ran the ball much better than you, but yeah. I wasn't discouraged by – I'll tell you what, we talked about Hunter Lipke as a fullback. There was some encouragement there. Uh, we talked about Pollard and what – you know, he looks different in a good way. Um, you know, the offensive line, they created some holes, and so they took advantage of some undersized linebacker. Miami's got an undersized linebacker, you know. I mean, they've got some things that they can kind of hang their hat on, and hopefully they – Hopefully the game doesn't get out of hand, but this the thing that worries me about the Dolphins on offense and this coach, he ain't afraid to hang 70 on you, you know? No, I he'll mean, keep it. He'll put his foot on. The I mean, gas. that's, that's the problem you run into when you play a guy like this is that he's got that mentality. Like, okay, I'm going to call plays. And if you can't stop him, I'm going to score 70 points. And he's not afraid to embarrass you that way. You know? And if Dallas is, you know, if if Dallas is going to not play run defense and not defend the deep ball or the big play or tackle or run after catch and all that, then yeah, you can you can get embarrassed really quickly by this uh, by this Miami Dolphin offense and this head coach. Now uh, that Miami Dolphins offense definitely is going to have Devon A. Chan, something that we talked about earlier this week. They are definitely going to have Teron Armstead. Those two come into this without an injury designation. And even though he's listed as questionable, it does look like Tyreek Hill is going to play in this game. And so a lot of the weapons that they were missing are going to be back. Robert Hunt, who we mentioned, he is out. Uh, Austin Jackson is listed as questionable. It it sounds like that's a big one. That's a big one. If If the right side of their offensive line gets compromised there, that's a... And you know what? Keep an eye on their center too. Eichenberg. That's also a, questionable. Yeah. Now he's been dealing with the calf and a toe. And you know what? He is nowhere as good as Connor Williams. And I know no. uh, Cowboy fans are like going, oh, geez, why didn't we never try? They did try Connor Williams at center. Remember we had the, the horrible shotgun snaps and stuff like that. And when he yeah, was. Yeah, they tried him a couple they times. They tried him. They, they tried practiced him, him there. It just it, didn't work. Didn't work very well. But, yeah, they, they're compromised, I think, at center, and then we'll see what happens on the right side of their offensive line. Cowboys need to take advantage of that. If they're playing with backup players, 
This needs to be a game where you just need to be better than what they're playing at with their on their offensive line. You are listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Stars and Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right, Brian, we took a look at the Miami Dolphins offense and some of the ways that uh, they'll really challenge Dallas uh, in in this game. Today, we're going to take a look at the Miami Dolphins defense, a group that... I think is is talented. They can get after the passer. Um, you know, they've got some some talented guys in the secondary. Jalen Ramsey, I think, has played a lot better this year than he had played at the end of his time in L.A. Um, I still think that there's as good as his reputation is and as good as he's been in the past. I still think there's some vulnerability at times with Xavier Howard. I think you can can do some stuff against him. Um, but overall, even though the efficiency numbers, they're, they're top 10 in the NFL in yards per pass allowed and yards per rush attempt. Um, I think they're the only team in the NFL, actually, that's top 10 in yards per pass, yards per rush on offense and defense. Yeah. So they, they're yeah. really well-rounded. But there's a little bit of there's a little bit of smoke and mirrors there in those numbers, I feel like, because this is a defense that you can take advantage of some big plays at times, I think. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you on that, Bobby. Uh, the... You know, you're going to get a four-man rush. Um, that's something that's big to them. You know, when you when you watch the way that they they operate their scheme, um, they've got the second most uh, sacks in the league when it comes to four-man rush. The pressure that they apply there. Um, they had been banged up in the secondary, and as you mentioned, they're kind of getting some health back in those spots. You mentioned Ramsey. His ability to travel, um, you know, we'll see if Vic Fangio, I mean, the, Ramsey's even said he might not travel. Depends on uh, if Howard plays in the game. If Howard plays in the game, it sounds like that they won't travel um, Ramsey in that game. So, yeah, it, they, you know, it, it's it, if you can if you can withstand what they're doing to you up front. And, and the problem is, you know, with Wilkins as a tackle, as an under tackle, the three technique, and he's so disruptive inside, and yeah. then you know, and and it just it just makes it difficult to have to deal with these guys when you get inside pressure, you know, you get the outside pressure, and it's only four man. And and the one thing that that uh, that the um, the Dolphins will do is they'll play that cloud coverage, and the cloud coverage gives you that two deep look, but it's really it's designed not to give up anything over the top. And the team that plays the most cloud coverage in the league. Or one of the most team plays one of the most cloud coverage in the team is the is the Buffalo Bills, and you know the Buffalo Bills. You know here you are. You play them the week before, and what did the Buffalo Bills do? They 
They did a really good job of disguising their, you know, the secondary coverages. They, they they really clogged things up for Dak. They made it difficult for routes to to be executed against it. Wouldn't be surprised if you see the same thing. You know, we talk about Vic Fangio and even Mike McCarthy mentioned this because Todd Archer asked an excellent question. You know, do you go back and you look at the game that they played against Denver when Vic Fangio really, you know, the 30 to 16 game when they came into AT&T Stadium and really shut the Cowboys offense down? Yeah, uh, they ran the ball very well that game. Denver did. Uh, but yeah, they, they made it very, very difficult for Dak and these receivers. And I know it's different personnel, different people, but Still, there's things, there's clues you can always take if a guy has trouble or a scheme has trouble, and it's a different scheme. But they've got to do a better job, the Cowboys do, of running routes and getting open. You know, they didn't do that last week. It, it looks so much like weeks one through five offense than it did that offense that we'd seen for seven weeks when Dak was really, really on a nice run there, and uh, they were humming right along. Yeah, now this you mentioned that front. We talked there about obviously, um, you know what they get from Bradley Chubb, what they get from Christian Wilkins, and the way that they're able to rush the passer. But this is a, a a you know a group that gets pressure past just that. And I'm not just talking about obviously Jalen Phillips, who's out, uh, you know, and, and is not going to be available. Um, but I mean, they, they've gotten some some contributions from guys that you've probably never even heard of. Uh, you know, Zach Sealer is a guy who who's been generating it, it, some pressure. He's them. yeah, he's a good player. I mean, Van and, Ginkle. They've got yeah. Andrew Van Ginkle. You've never that that sounds like a, a character special, from yeah. a Peter Pan movie or something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, no. More than a special teams player there. Plays in coverage, plays as a pass rusher. You know, Terrence Steele is gonna have to be on his his game on that one. Uh, you know, you you know, they 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 run games inside with the twists. Uh, you know, we Zach Martin was talking about it on his show with us, uh, you know, on Thursday about the the line games that they play, the TT stunts, the tackle tackle stunts that they do. Man, I mean, it's 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 going to be a, a little bit of a challenge for the Cowboys to, to you know, and they're going to have to. They're going to have to rise up in this game, and they're going to have to 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 live up to the challenge, to play to the challenge, because they're going to need to score points in this game. I mean, they're going to need to score probably a lot of points in this game. I mean, and and it only it only can help their it can only help their defense if they if they don't let this thing get out of hand. If they don't get you know don't don't be three and outs and turning over the ball and stuff like that. You're just, you know, you give you give the Dolphins a lot more plays. There's going to be, you know, there's going to be problems in this game, and, and the Dolphins will take advantage of that. Yeah, and I mean, as is the case, this sounds so simple, but the reality is, Brian, it feels like coming into this game, if you're able to block up that front, like yeah. we're talking about anytime, if you're able we to block up that week, front. We say it every week, don't we? Block yeah. the front. Every I, week we say this. I mean, that's why the trenches matter. That's why people want yes. to draft pass rushers yes. and pass protectors. Yes. Like, these things matter. But if you're able to block up this front, there is some vulnerability in that secondary. Jalen Ramsey has had a resurgent year. Jalen Ramsey, though, at times can can be a little inconsistent. It hasn't been there as much that I've bored. seen this year. He, he he's bored. bored. <laughs> yeah, he gets bored. No, he does. He gets bored. And all of a sudden, like, he's... You know, you don't throw at him, and, and yeah, you got to be careful because he does. I mean, it's a 50-50 ball with him. I mean, he's given up some plays, but he also has made some plays. He doesn't give up interceptions, you know? I mean, that's – I mean, he, I mean, excuse me, he doesn't give up – he plays contested balls, and, you know, that's – he hasn't had the interceptions he's had in the past, but still, yeah, but he gets bored. Maybe you have to catch him a little bit when he's bored, a couple of plays where he's not really interested in what's going on, you know? Is, I mean, is you this have to game- pick and choose. Is this a game where and and he's listed as questionable on the injury report? It sounds like he's going to play, but uh, Cater Kohu, one of their linebackers or, or one of their cornerbacks, there. Yeah, this feels like a game to me that if you're getting Cooks or Lamb matched he's up on the Kohu, guy. 
that's the, the guy, guy that you've got yeah. to attack. There's the guy, Kahoo. Yeah, he's the guy because he's he's had to play quite a bit. You know, he's the one that if you look at the metrics, he's played the most snaps, uh, pass snaps of anybody in the Dolphins secondary. Mm-hmm. But he's also the one that's given up the most completions. He's given up the most touchdowns, you know. So, um, yeah, he is. A, I believe he wears number four is what he wears. Yeah. So, is, the, is that the schematic? challenge for the Cowboys then is figure out a way to get Lamb yes. specifically on him as yes. much as possible. Yes. Yes. That's his, you know, if they're not going to travel, if they're not going to travel Ramsey, you just got to know in the back pocket, as soon as you start wearing out somebody with Lamb, that maybe that Ramsey's going to go with, you just got to, you just got to know that's going to happen, but you got to take advantage of that or anybody that goes against Kahoo, you know, anybody Hooks. that's, yeah, anybody, anybody. This needs to be a game where he is targeted the most in this game because the metrics tell you that he gives up the most plays, you know, and he gives up touchdowns, you know. You could stay away. I, You know, it's the old the old adage of, you know, you see you see a stove and it's on and, you know, you want to put your hand on. No, don't, don't do that. Don't put mm-hmm. your hand on the stove. You know, put your hand over here where it's nice and cool, you know, where you can, you know, not, not over here where the stove's been on. You know, so me personally, I'm not touching the stove. I'm touching the cool side of the stove is what I'm doing. I'm not going to the hot side. You know, what do you think is Dallas's approach in this game? We, we know they, they do like uh, to Mike McCarthy does like to try and establish the run. But we have talked about how much it's important to, for the Cowboys to get out in front, to get a lead, yeah. to attack. Is this a game where you're taking some shots early? Well, they took a shot early in the Buffalo game, and boy, I wish you'd have played out because it seemed like that was the only real play where they used route combinations to get somebody open down the field. Yeah. Other than that, it looked like we were playing week, like I said, week one through week five football. It just it had no rhythm to it. It had no reasons of route combinations. It's it's like they'd never seen somebody drop seven into coverage. You know, I mean, there was no. There was nothing to creatively try and take advantage of anything that Buffalo did. And I I know I'm a scout, a former scout. I get it. I'm not a coach. And I'm not going to sit there and act like that. I know every single route combination and all that. But when you watch the game, you could tell that it wasn't like what they've done before, where they run, you know, they get the tight end and another receiver involved, and that gets the third guy open. You know, there just wasn't that that rhythm to the game. And Mike can call a game where he gets some good rhythm, and Dak can get in some good rhythm. You know, weather will should be fine. No, 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 no reason not to say, oh, well, wind and rain and cold and all that. Don't no, just yeah, just got go, just got to watch that just, humidity. Make sure your conditioning's good. Yeah, just go, just go play football. Just go play football in this game. On the offensive side of the ball, you know, you've got to find ways to win in the secondary. You got to block their front, as we just said. We say it every week about block the front. It's true. Every single week you say block the front. And I know people are probably like, damn, Broadus, you say it every week. Well, it's true in this case again, because you know, you talk about there's some things that you can maybe take advantage of. Dallas has got to win in that secondary. If Dallas doesn't win in the secondary, they're not going to win this game. They're just not, you know. If they if they let the Dolphins cover them and 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 challenge every ball that's thrown, Dallas won't win this game. They just won't. So let's look into our crystal ball here, Brian. It is time for picks. I'll go first. Uh, I, I don't know what you're picking, but I'll go first because I know people are are going to be upset with this. But uh, I picked Buffalo last week. I'm yeah. picking the Dolphins this week. And and again, I think that 
I, I do think that Dallas is capable of winning this game. I don't think they're like severely overmatched or anything else. I just think that there's so many different ways that McDaniel is going to look at the way they play run defense and he is going to go on the attack and it's going to make things difficult for the Cowboys. Uh, I'm going to go 31, 24 dolphins in this one. What do you got, Brian? Yeah, I went dolphins, 28 Dallas, 24. And how much panic will there be in the streets after that, Brian? Well, that's it's, it's never good. It's never good. <laughs> Depending, you know, Philadelphia, Philadelphia is, is, is playing backwards right now. You know, Philadelphia is, is keeping you in this thing to have an opportunity uh, to to win, still win the division. Yep. You know, they're, they're giving you opportunity right here. You need here. to take advantage of it. You need, you need to, take to take advantage, advantage of a football of that's team that's thing. not yeah. playing very well. Yeah. Don't 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 become the Philadelphia Eagles, you know? Don't I mean cuz the next thing you know you're going to wake up, you lose this game and then all of a sudden you got Detroit on the horizon. And Detroit's trying to win a division. And Detroit's trying to get the second seed. And Detroit's you know, they they're playing for a lot. Man, as a Dallas Cowboys, you're playing for a lot too. You know? You're playing for a lot here. You 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 know you got to find a way to build some momentum going into these playoffs, and hopefully you can find a way to win the division so you can guarantee yourself a home playoff game. But you know you go out there and, and mess around and get beat by Miami like we think they might. I always love it, you know, when people prove me wrong. That's fine. I can live with that, you know. But I I, I tell you what, I I I bought into Dallas last week. I bought into them how important the game was uh, in Buffalo, and they peed down their leg. You know, you know, prove me wrong on this. You know, prove me wrong. You are listening to the Love the Star podcast. The Love the Stars and Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, Brian, it is now time for our Dean Julia Love the Star mailbag. It's where we turn things over to our dear, sweet listeners for their thoughts, their comments. First question here from Dwayne Smith. He says, my question is about when you have a possible fumble recovery as in the Bills game and their offense is trying to quick snap it before a challenge. Shouldn't a savvy player on defense go down with a cramp, quote unquote, or something to prevent that quick snap and buy you a little time? I don't see that as any worse than the quick snap. That's that's brilliant football right there. I mean, is that how should about, that how be a discussion? Your, like, hey, if we if we've got a quick snap, one of you guys just like 
we'll deal with the fine of you because the NFL Flop has it. been cracking. The Absolutely. NFL has been cracking yeah. down on, hey, that was you're getting fined for going down and faking an injury. But I mean, to be honest, shouldn't that be a, an approach of, all right, we need to slow this down and get a chance to look at it. How about a savvy coach on the sideline decide that they need to challenge it regardless? Regardless, yeah. Or just how about a timeout? Just use a timeout. It's the first half of the game. And 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 I believe he went into half with a timeout. I, I, yeah, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn. He did. Yep. They, they he went took to a timeout with him as he's getting interviewed by Aaron Andrews, you know? So, I mean, come on. It, it, to me, th- in that point in time of the game, and I, I man, it was that's a great question, by the way. And yes, that's a very savvy play. But how about your sideline? That, that, why are you putting it on the players? How about the how about the head coach? How about the head coach just saying, "No, wait a minute. This is a this is big. This is a big moment here. We're not we're not we're not doing a very good job of playing defense here right now. And all of a sudden, this could bias this could bias a turnover. It's a timeout. Who cares?" the first half of the game yeah uh, that's the that's the crap that's the cra- I, I, I hey you know what i really do i you know mike and i uh as far as you know things that i i, I appreciate the way mike's call plays i really do i feel like there's been some good things here this is the kind of crap that drives me nuts you know because <laughs> you you know you've got to know and I always say this you've got to know the condition of your team you got to know the condition of the game you know, things weren't going great for you right then and there. That, to me, was worth a gamble to try and change momentum a little bit. And they didn't get it done. You know, but Next to the question, question yes. I, I, I think I think that I think should absolutely be a discussion. Absolutely on the that sun, needs yeah. to be something somebody's uh, putting in there. Next question here from John Snelson uh, is a bear defensive front. So we're talking 46 here, Brian, uh, is a bear. That, okay, defensive let me explain front. a bear that's cover the nose and cover the two guards. That's a 46. Yeah, okay, heavy, heavy defensive line personal. You're, you're heavy yeah. on the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Uh, it's something that you don't see a lot of, uh, you know, between the 20s or anything else. It's become right. more like short yardage and, and mm-hmm. goal line type of stuff. But John wants to know, is a bare defensive front a possible solution to run game on first down? Short on linebackers, but quality depth at the D line. Do you think that they should look at running more bare fronts to try and slow the run down, Brian? Where have the... Where were the majority of the big runs that the Bills got in that football game? Perimeter runs, right? Yep. Weren't they perimeter runs? Yep. A bear defense, yeah, if you're getting gashed in the middle of the defense, I understand. If you're struggling with the, you know, if you're struggling with your, you know, dealing with the, you know, A-B gap kind of, you know, problems. But, you know, here's – if you listen to Mike McCarthy, he'll give you hints every once in a while in his press conferences. He was talking about the Dolphins. He says, I've never seen a team have more uh, C-gap runs mm-hmm. than this team. What's he telling you? He's talking worried about, about the, the outside, outside. He's worried about the, the outside game. Yeah. It's a great question about the 46, but the 46 is kind of geared to start to stop stuff inside. McCarthy's problem is – his edges, with the exception of Tank Lawrence at times, and his linebackers are not getting outside to fill, and they're not getting filled from safeties, and they're not getting filled from corners. See, the problem, the biggest problem, guys, to me, you're asking linebackers, and even the linebacker you have, Damone Clark. The one. The one. Although this, they're trying with Rashawn Evans. They're trying, but that's what I'm saying. You need – it's bulk is nice. I take instincts right now. 
I would take I would take instincts. I would take that Sean Lee, Leighton Vander Esch, Dat Win, Dexter Coakley, Chuck Halley, Leroy Jordan. I'd take any one of those those guys that have instincts playing linebacker right now. What's the one thing that we do when we watch these guys play? These guys, I just all those guys I mentioned. Stepped they were in the wrong always, gap, read it wrong, they, guessed yeah, wrong. Yeah. That they, they, they were they were they they know they know by the formation where the ball is going to go. They know it that well. They know that okay, okay, okay. They got a tight wing here. Okay, they're going to be motion. Okay, wait, we're going to get a crack here. Got to go to the outside. You know. Okay. Yeah, that's what you're missing. You're missing your current linebackers are there the ones who. Go. I'm not saying Dat winning them. Your current linebackers are the ones stepping in the wrong gap and missing. There you it. go. And, yeah. There you go. It's it's almost it's not all about the bulk, which helps. But it's about instinct. It's about those poor guys that are safeties trying to play linebacker and play with instincts down there. And a lot of these guys haven't seen it. I mean, Bell's starting to see it, but Clark, his second year. Bell, Bell sees it really well. Bell's just small. It's Yeah, but that's he, what I'm saying, though. He it's, gets caught up. He gets caught up. But see, you have to even see it quicker. Those are the things, like I say, when – when you, I remember, you know, I remember Bill Parcells. Like he, he, he just did not like Dak Win, small guy. He didn't like Dexter Coakley, small guy. But what did they do? They flew to the ball. They, they, they just ran. They knew, like, okay, the ball's going to the edge. Got to get there. They were there. Oh. They were beating blocks. And he came around on both of them. Totally. Like he, I think he, he I think he Bill said, in, admit, I think he said in an interview one time that Dat yeah. Wynn was the player he was most wrong about in his career. Like his no assumptions. Question. No question. No question. He was wrong. He, he's like, oh, I can't play with these guys. I can't, you know, and, and Dat and Dexter showed that you could play with smaller guys, but if you play with instinct, awareness, anticipation, you know, that's the problem right now. You don't have a defense that has no anticipation of where the ball is going to go. They've got guys that can tackle in space. They just don't have the anticipation of how to get there. Well, I mean, think about Sean Lee. What was, uh, at least to me, what always made Sean Lee great was not his ability. Study to habits. Sh- to shed blocks. It was yeah. You couldn't get your hands on Sean Lee. Couldn't touch, couldn't touch him because he was always on the move. He was and, always on the move. Yeah. You know, and that's the problem here that, if you're a tick late in the NFL, and we've seen this with Mozzie Smith, you're a tick late reacting. These guys are going to block you. That's the NFL, man. That's the way it works. Uh, last question here from Josh Weaver. What one player needs to play better on the defensive side to help slow down the Miami run game so we don't see a repeat of last week's game? Merry Christmas to both of you. Merry Thank Christmas you. to you, Josh, as well. Um, you know, we we talked about it earlier, Brian. I, I think that the linebackers are going to be so critical in this game in terms of, I think if the linebackers play really well, you beat Miami. If they don't, you lose. That's kind of how I look at this game this week. Uh, And so because of that, and after coming off of a tough game, I think Damone Clark is the biggest one. If Damone Clark, you you really need Damone Clark to play better both in the run game and, you know, the way that he's seen things in the past game. And so to me, Damone Clark is the biggest player that they need a big performance from on defense. Give me anybody that's playing defensive end. Anybody. Give me, give me, Armstrong, give me Sam Williams, give me Tank, give me anybody that's playing edge. Did you agree with Jerry, by the way? Jerry had told us on Tuesday, he said the one guy he thought played well on defense was Tank Lawrence. Did you think Tank was good in the Buffalo game? I think there was a couple of times where Tank flashed because the very first play of the game, they had a gain of two, and it was Tank running from his, you know, chasing the play. Didn't have enough of those. Didn't have enough of, you know, chasing's, you know, getting, you know, getting guys – but give me anybody that's playing edge in this game. 
because if you get hooked or blocked or cracked and the ball gets outside of you, it doesn't matter. Your linebackers have struggled. Your safeties have struggled. You know, it's it, it all starts with can you keep them from taking that ball downhill and can you keep them from taking it to the corner to get to the corner? They got the speed to get to the corner. But if you can hold up, if you can make them hold up and hesitate, you know, what could be an eight-yard gain, you can maybe make a two- or three-yard gain because of a little hesitation there and to get people to the ball. It's that the edges, it for, Bobby. Yeah, it does it that, for them. Yeah. That's important. Uh, that does it for us here today on the Love the Star podcast. We'll be back with you guys again next week. Hope everybody has a wonderful Christmas holiday. Brian, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas uh, to you, Bob. Hope Santa's good to you. I, I'm hoping so. I'll be honest, Brian. Um, I still have most of my Christmas shopping to do as we talk on Saturday morning. It is the 23rd. So Yeah, well, I'm, hey, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go out and do it this afternoon, too. I'm glad we got things done. Can I say something real quick, too? Yeah. Thanks to everybody out there that, that's taken are has taken in our podcast really all year i mean we really really do appreciate you um you guys make this so worthwhile for us uh, we see the appreciation and we see the numbers it does mean a lot that you care as much as you do and so again happy holidays to you and your family hope it's a safe one and, and just keep listening hopefully we'll get better at this every uh every week and uh and, and make it something that is as hopefully is a normal part of your uh, everyday life it's a process, Brian. You've got to trust yeah. the process. Okay. Trust For Brian Broadus, I'm Bobby Belt. We will see you guys again next week. Merry Christmas.